Yo, it's Joe from the Spotted Joe Show. That's me. Guess what? Woohoo! So today I decided from inspiration from a guy that I have been uh, consuming content from. A guy named Andy from Kill Your Inner Loser and another podcast, The Inner Winner Show. Check him out. He's cool and awesome. Both of those things. Uh, I guess I should tell you what he does because I just can't like say, oh, this is the name of the stuff. Go see it. Uh, self-improvement, if you couldn't tell by the name, and he, um, focuses a lot on helping guys build a sex life, but do it in a way where he, where you can, um, it's, so, like, one thing that I really like about him, I guess, just talk, instead of try to, like, do, like, the script thing, um, that I didn't even write, (laughs) I, I was just thinking of words before I was saying them, but I'll just be vulnerable, um, one thing that I really loved about his blog is that, um, and podcast now, that, uh, that's kind of new, and uh, upcoming YouTube channel, I guess. Um, one thing I loved about it is that he tends to, so one, one thing about dating advice online is it comes in one of two flavors. Flavor number one is manipulative. You can get a lot of sex this way and relationships, but you're not going to be upfront. It's all manipulative. It's not out of honesty. It's kind of fucked up. And then number two is, um, like guys who aren't really teaching you to have, to fill your sexual needs. They're like, oh, you shouldn't focus on sex. You should focus on having a, um, a balanced life and building a relationship, etc. Um, but they teach you to be honest and and ethical and not be an asshole and not pretend like you're someone else and not lie to yourself and her and all that stuff all that bullshit so i've found that most dating coaches fall into those two there are some notable ones actually i haven't found anyone i lied there probably are others but i've only found andy when it comes to my personal experience of dating coaches who are very sex positive and like hey you're a dude you have sexual needs Here's how you meet them. But be honest. Here's how you be honest while you do it. Here's how you... I mean, he doesn't, like, make you be honest. He's very much... He likes to say he's a libertarian with things. Um, not with politics, but with um, how people should act, which I think is a good way to be. I tend to be the same. Um, he won't say... He won't, like, make you be honest. But he's like, hey, here's how you... Here's how you have an immensely pleasurable sex life and abundant... While being honest and upfront and ethical and great and all those things and build great relationships and leave women better than you found them no matter what happens. Um, and I think that's great. I think that's awesome. And I have not, I have yet to find another content creator who does the same thing. There probably are some, um, but, uh, you know, I haven't found him yet. Anyway, just want to give him a shout out because he inspired me with his podcast thing. I've kind of put my podcast to the wayside and I'll talk more about that. This is a little of an intro, I guess you could say. Um, and this is more about what I see for my vision in my podcast once I return back to it. And um, a little bit of my process, because in my new kind of shift, I guess you could say, I've found a real importance in being vulnerable. And I'll talk about that in the next section, how important it is to be vulnerable. And um, talk about, God damn it. I, uh, I'm so mad at my fucking phone right now. Um, I'm so out of, out of um, practice in making podcasts. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I uh, who am I kidding? You guys don't give a shit. <laughs>
<laughs> you're just listening and having fun, aren't you? Um, but anyway, uh, second, I was saying that next, what I recorded today also has a lot to do with money. And when it comes to, um, that it's, uh, how to two ways of building a business. One way is bootstrapping and the other way is different and awesome. And I go deep into the money and my own choice when it comes to money, my own pitfalls when it comes to where money comes from when building a business and um, how you can avoid the same thing too. Real important stuff. Uh, I'm not an expert on that. Not by any means, but I have some some experience. And I think you will benefit from it. So, um, I also recognize that I promised you guys two or three parts for my Colombian story, which I don't worry, I will be coming. Second part will be coming soon. So just a little inspiration that I had in the moment between episodes that I could not um, let go. So enjoy. Cheers. Hey, everybody. It's Joe from thespotofjoe.com and the Spot of Joe Show. Hopping on another podcast. Um, how's that for a lot of content? Uh, this has been in a holding pattern, and I haven't been disciplined with creating content for a long time. I would say um, for the whole time of this podcast. Been, at one point, I was putting out an episode a week, but um, I've been really inspired recently. Um, I met this guy. I was, I guess, virtually met. We emailed. Uh, a guy named Andy from killyourinnerloser.com. Shout out to Andy, inspiring the hell out of me with this 365-day podcast thingy-doodle where he's doing a podcast every day for 365 days. Um, he also, spoiler alert, uh, well, um, oh, actually, yeah, he did announce that publicly. Starting a YouTube channel soon. Um, and, uh, we, uh, not sure when he wants to announce another piece of information, so I'll keep that between us. But what is going on when it comes to this podcast is that I'm inspired as fuck by him, and it's got me think about long-term things. Uh, if you're on my mailing list, um, you've known for a while that I have, um put my focus off of my podcast, my piddly podcast, um, I hope piddly doesn't mean something bad in some, in like British English or something, because I just made that up right now, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, so when it comes to my podcast, I put my focus off of that and onto programming and getting a development job and an email I titled Complete 180. I kind of put a blog post in the email because I shut down my website for now. I still have all the content on other place, so not to worry about that. But um, because I realized that I want to solve my money issues first, there's a couple of ways to do things. One of the ways to do things is when it comes to building your own business is bootstrap it. Uh, you know, eat top ramen, put everything into your business. And that's an option. That's something that a lot of people do. A lot of entrepreneurs go the bootstrap route. They take their bootstraps, 
tie it around their ankles. Um, they take them and take the boot, the straps of their boots, take them out of their boots, tie their partner up in a sexy BDSM way, uh, like Fifty Shades of Grey, but better without all the angst. Um, or they don't do that and they just pull themselves up with their bootstraps. Whatever you desire, uh, bootstraps can do it. But the thing is, that's a difficult life. And I like eating and I like eating good things and I like going out with friends. I like money. And if all my last cents are going towards um, something that I can't enjoy right now, it's not, it's not a really enjoyable life. Even if I'm super excited about the end goal. Um, it's something I can sustain for a certain period of time, but I kind of get resentful when my friends are going out without me and, you know, how long are we going to stay friends if I can't go out with them? Um, or if I can't go to a movie or if my friends keep paying for me, which is kind of an awkward thing. Um, there's a couple of months where I have this friend, a guy who has the best smile of anyone I know, um, amazing smile. Think of Lalo Salamanca from um, Better Call Saul, but younger uh, and not evil, and that's it. <laughs> she looks exactly like him. It's crazy. Um, and he knows this. He knows this like crazy. But, um, yeah, imagine imagine that. Imagine that I've... He, he, fuck, what was I saying? Damn, I lost my train of thought. It has left the station. Come back! Don't you dare leave me. Um... There's a train and there's a left. Basically, I'm saying that, fuck. Basically, I'm saying, oh, yeah, yeah. It has to do with your, your, uh, there's there's a couple ways you can bootstrap yourself. Or you can find some other, this is something that a lot of other people do, is you find one way to make money and you find a way to make free time and you build the business on the free time. And once it gets big enough, then you switch. <laughs> from the other th- from one thing to the other thing. Um, and the thing about money is every single business I've created, I have had enough issues that I did not find a solution to when it comes to when money is scarce. When money is scarce, I tend to get desperate in my business. Um, and I tend to... Um, uh, be really not, not be good in my product. So like if it's blog posts and articles, et cetera, on coaching, um, then I put out shit articles, not articles about shit. Cause, um, I don't think that's very relevant <laughs> to my mission to help people live a better life. Um, I don't think that anything about, um, shit Except unless you're talking about digestive health, maybe I could release articles about digestive health, and that's technically an article about shit. Um, but I release shit articles when I'm worried about money, and I release shit articles when I'm worried about um, things in general, <clears throat> like money or like, uh, yeah, like money. And so what I've decided as a result is that. I don't want the money to come primarily from my business. I want the money to come from something else. And that something else is going to be, in this case, um, a uh, programming job, a development job. Think about that. Development job, um, you know, easily 
maybe not in the first few years, but it could be a six figure a year thing, which could be remote and yeah, it'd be full time, but it would be pretty easy if I live in America to live off of uh, $50,000 a year, maybe 60,000 if I splurge a little bit. Or if I live in Colombia for like half a year, then it would be easy, very easy for me to make, um, to live off of $20,000 a year. Well, if I'm living half in America and half there, I could live off of $30,000 a year. And, um, and then 70,000 I could save, and then that 70,000 I could invest, et cetera. Basically solve my money problem, bam, bam, bop. I made that phrase up right now. Use it, feel free, it is viral now. We are trendsetters. Bam, bam, bop. It's courtesy of the Spot of Joe show. Um, so yeah, so basically what I'm saying is this whole idea of, um, of where does the money come from is, you know, number one, it can be, you can bootstrap your business, which I've tried and I've been somewhat successful at, but not in a sustainable way. Um, if you use the analogy of jumping off a cliff with a parachute or like a hang glider or like you're building the plane on the way down, um, I haven't, I've been able to build like maybe one engine and like part of the cabin maybe, but I haven't been able to build the whole plane before I crashed every single time, which is something I can work on, but I think it would make a lot more sense for me to find a way to solve the money problem separately and then work on my content because I still like creating content. And one thing that I realized, funnily enough, when I decided that my podcast and content wasn't going to, when I was closing that door for now to focus on making money through a development job, I wanted to make it more. <laughs> now that that now that I took off all the pressure on myself, I'm I'm free to uh, appreciate what it intrinsically is to me. Like I don't have to create a podcast episode because I've given myself no obligations and I'm not trying to make money from this right now. I'm not monetizing it. I'm just creating content because I want to create content. And um, when I was in college and before I was in college. Um, I was a sad, sad, sad sack of flesh and blood and bone um, and other things when I was in, and I did smoke a little weed, so maybe some weed smoke when I was in high school. It was California, so it was okay. Um, I did, when I was in high school, it was a sad sack of everything. Um, the only girlfriend I got was very overweight and uh, I would say crazy lady. I'm sure she's doing better now. She's a wonderful soul, but she was very very clingy and crazy. She, like when I didn't text her, she'd text me tons. And I actually showed my friend a photo of her and he's like, is that just a photo of you? <laughs> Cause she, it was, it was, it was um, embarrassing. Um, I say so myself, Not, no knock against her. I'm sure she's a great lady. We dated very briefly, but that was the only thing I really had in high school because I was a sad sack of everything. And um, I was I was crying. I was emotional. I wasn't in any sports. And I was very socially awkward. I kept telling girls I loved them. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, it was it was too much. <laughs> I've grown since then. Um, but when I went to but in my experience of when I finally like blasted out of my landing pad and grew. Uh, then, um, why the hell is this guy flashing his lights? Asshole. I'm driving right now, if you can't tell. I'm not going to pull us over for him because I don't want to. He's going to pass me. Good for him. 
when I finally grew out of my uh, shitty way of living, super fucking aggressive driver, uh, I'm that way sometimes, I shouldn't really be being mad at him, um, when I finally grew out of my shell and started, um, uh, really it started when I was, when I decided that I wanted to improve my health and um, lose my virginity with the ladies, and uh, actually I hadn't kissed a girl till I was 22, embarrassed about that, but um, I'm inspired by this Andy guy that um, you should check out um, to be vulnerable and, and, and shit, stuff I haven't been for a while, um, but yeah, so I, 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 I blasted out of my shell, and I started working on myself real hard, and, um, and, um, I was inspired by two movies, Yes Man, with, uh, Jim Carrey, the funniest movies, that's, that was the first one, where he had to say yes to everything, including his, um, very elderly neighbor, uh, sucking his dick with his, with just her gums, no dentures, it was pretty hilarious, pretty, um, pretty funny scene, and then, um, I love the scene at the end, where he convinced all the followers of this cult of yes, to give him their clothes, and, uh, the, the leader guy was like, welcome, and then he looked at all of them, and they were all naked, it was the slaves. Uh, but I was good. I love that movie because this guy just said yes to everything and did a bunch of different, unique, weird things. And he got a ton of awesome experiences. And I was like, you know what? I want awesome experiences. I want a fun life. I want to do cool things. And so I took that attitude. I didn't say yes to everything, but um, I, I pretty much took a lot of that attitude into my life. And um, when I went to Israel on Birthright, I decided to stay an extra week and uh, met an amazing, amazing girl. Um, Evelyn, the receptionist at the hostel, who showed me more of who I could be, and um, and it really, oh my God, it was such an amazing time. And um, we went. She took me around the city, showed me all the local stuff, like super local stuff that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And that got me addicted to travel. That and Israel in general, it's such a wonderful place. Um, so so it really helped me see that there's a lot more to life. And, and I started getting these experiences. And, and I remember I was talking to my roommate who I shall not name. Uh, I don't, I haven't gotten permission to say this and it's kind of embarrassing. So he'll know when he hears, if he, you know, I don't know if he listens to this. So he'll know if he hears it, um, but I will not name him. But one of my roommates in college at Rutgers, um, I looked up to him because he was uh, very put together and he seemed really responsible, but also really fun. Um, he seemed really confident too, and all his friends looked up to him. And so I really looked up to him myself and he, we were having dinner or lunch or something at this diner on campus. And he's, he's, he kind of like, I don't remember if he actually cried or if he was, if he was just really emotional and I can hear it in his voice. Um, but I'm gonna say he cried cause that makes for a better story. Um, he said, he's like, Joe, I, 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 I don't know. How do you do it? You have all these experiences and you're just so open to trying new things. And, um, oh shit, I forgot. I didn't even tell you the second movie that inspired me. <laughs> I'll go back to that. I'll leave a little tension there. Um, and so he's like, how do you do it? And I realized I, that was around the time where I started my blog and, and not many people knew my blog at the time. Um, it was pretty small. Um, and, uh, and so I started writing, I started writing articles about how to have a good life. And, um, and I didn't know, I didn't realize until recently, like 
I actually have things to say. And that's another thing is that um, I'm not perfect. I, I write about my experiences. I give advice, um, which, you know, is taken as advice that worked for one person. And uh, that may or may not work for you. Um, but that has worked for me. And um, at one point, I do want to start mentoring and coaching people. So I'll see what works even more then, because it will be filtered through different psyches, different people. Um, so, but I've had a lot, a lot more experience in creating a life that is um, that has the perfect amount of structure and. Um, a balance, if you will, of structure and uh, free-spiritedness. Um, I'm a Libra, which I really don't give a shit about, but apparently it means I seek balance, which is true. I, I do seek balance in things. Um, I don't give a shit about the horoscope, though. Fuck that crap. Fuck that noise. N-O-Y-Z. N-O-Y-Z. N-O-Y. Let's be edgy. Okay? N-O-Y-Z, if you're being British or Canadian or... Um, uh, I almost said Alaskan. Um, fuck, Australian. How do I forget the name of a whole continent and country? That's crazy. Um, yeah, so I seek balance in things, and, and I have a lot of experience in, in figuring out how to be free-spirited and have no ragrits um, and do things and have a fun life, but also be responsible and self-improving and not just like a wandering hippie that's, that's high and tripping on acid all the time. Only some of the time. Maybe 50%? Yeah, 50% sounds good. Sounds like I pay more on my uh, monthly acid bill than my grocery bill. Um, which may or may not be true. I, I allegedly, I don't know if allegedly works if you say it. Allegedly works if someone else says it. But screw it. I allegedly enjoy my acid. Um, so... That's something I've worked on. That's something I've, 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 I'm able to help people on. Um, but I think the main thing that's holding me back is a, and this is something that I think is true for everybody. Uh, well, not everybody, but only the non psychopaths out there is at some point before you tackle it, you feel like you're an imposter. You feel like, oh no, I'm not worth it. I'm not. I don't really have something important to say. I don't really have this important message that is really good for people to hear. I'm not really useful. I'm not really experienced in this and that's something that I didn't realize that I was experienced for the longest time until very recently when I was inspired by this Andy guy um again you should check out at killyourinnerlizard.com not getting any money for it in fact he doesn't even know I am doing this for his website uh maybe if he hears this uh I would probably say when um because I'll probably send this episode to him when he hears this he'll be like oh sure cool that guy shot uh shouted out my website and that's cool but I shout out, I shout it out because I believe that people need to see it because it's inspiring. Um, full warning, it's pretty polarizing when it comes to uh, sex. It's a um, self-improvement site for men and talks a lot about building a, a, a positive sex life that is good for you and the ladies. Um, so in that respect, um, it is pretty polarizing because not there are some people in this world who think that's, that's not a good thing to do. But then again, those people probably shouldn't be listening to mine because I might talk about that at some point. Um, I definitely do think that part of a, a really important part of a good life is a very good sex life. And that in itself is important when you want to live a good life, a boss ass life, 
if you will. When you want to live a boss-ass life, you will want to make sure that you live a boss-ass um, sex life as well. Because that's part of your life. In fact, it even has the word life in it. Craziness. It's almost like God set it up for us. Set, set up that joke for me. Spoiler alert. He did. Anyway, what I'm saying is... Um, this is not the last chapter of the Spot of Joe. Uh, in fact, I am um, considering a reboot. Or maybe an offshoot. Maybe it will be an offshoot. Maybe it will be a new offshoot. It, it's, a, it's a mental thing. I wanted to get on this podcast partially to talk about it. Um, because I got hit with a thing of inspiration. And I could be like, hmm, let me wait until I actually get home. Because, as you know, I'm driving. Let me wait until I get home and then figure it out when I get home. But I decided that let me not do that because I'm inspired by his 365-day podcasting. Let me put out some fucking content. And um, let me uh, let me get the hell over to um, Anchor app anchor.fm and uh real cool app i actually have a sponsored ad which may be on this episode or not i i might put it on there get a little bit of money for it um because it's worth it but uh i went on the app i'm going on the app and here i am and chatting through this because in my inspiration I'm like let me make some content about this and especially because i've recently re-realized the importance of being vulnerable Brene brown has a book about it it's a good book Daring Greatly. I've only read half of it, but it was a good book, at least the first half. Uh, I lied. I listened to it. Pretty much the same thing nowadays. So I listened to it. But it was a great book, and I didn't realize I remembered how much vulnerability is freaking awesome. It helps you connect with people so much. One, one, one thing I like to say is I, mean, I don't know if there's any other DIY fiends out there. I would call myself a DIY fiend. I fiend for it. I scratch my arms when I don't have it in a very uh, junky way. I have scabs because I have not done DIY for a few days and I had to scratch myself. So my teeth are worn, worn down to the bone. Well, I guess they are bone. They're worn down to the nerve. There we go. They're worn down to the nerve because I haven't done DIY and I grind my, my teeth. That's not true much. Maybe it's half true. Um, but that is a big part of why it's really important for me to, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought again. Damn it. I think this is what happens when you drive. Shit. Vulnerability, DIY. Oh, yes. Um, if you're joining two things together with glue and you need to sand them, well, think about it. The more parts of the pieces that are touching each other with the glue and the more parts that are sanded are the more they will connect and the stronger they will connect. And it's a really good analogy for people because the more rough and cut up the, the, the surfaces are, the shown exposed surfaces, the easier the glue will connect the two things. And that's because that's analogy in that vulnerability is like, I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. I'm not the perfect person. I'm you know, I'm not, I'm a human. I'm in, in a process in progress, always striving to excellence. 
it's like it's like that idea that we are the mediators between the earth and heaven the earth being like our animalistic instincts and the heaven being idealistic and it's like you know we're the animals that are trying to be perfect and that's us in the middle of those two things and, and i think that's so true and in the pro in that in that never-ending process we're rough and that roughness and the exposure of that roughness is is really really makes it easy to connect with people and so that's one thing that i'm re-realizing i've been trying to be perfect um i think everyone should try i don't know if try to be perfect you try to be better but i'm trying to be perfect in a way i guess you could say i'm trying to be perfect and um in that trying to be perfect i let go of my imperfections and, and i think that was a big mistake i let go of being present in where I was and I tried to like pretend like I was all that and that was not very comfortable or good um and I don't know I probably could have become I mean I have have, I'm close with my friends but I think it it could have I could have been maybe been even closer and had more experiences and connections with people if I was more vulnerable so who knows anyway Vulnerability is important. And in that vulnerability, I've realized that it's important for me to uh, share my process and, um, yeah, give advice when I believe truly that the advice is good. But I'm not all that. I'm on a journey and I happen to be further along the journey than a lot of people and evidenced by, I mean, my roommate wasn't the only one that did what he did, but that's a really good example of what I'm talking about when someone's like, hey, uh, you live a cool life. How can I live a cool life? I'm really jealous of you. And 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 I've had that happen to me um, a few times. Unfortunately, not recently, because I've been in a little bit of a rut, uh, I guess you could say, when it comes to living freely, because I've been focusing deeply on fixing my money issue. And fixing my money issue has come to the top of my mind when it comes to what I spend my time on. So, um, I don't, I haven't been spending my time on making interesting stories right now, but I actually am doing that a little bit. It's just not my pure focus. Um, but that's, but what what is my pure focus is balance. And so I've gone from learning how to create a really fun life and interesting stories and new experiences to figuring out how to solve money, my money issues to doing that deeper and at the same time trying to create balance. Uh, so this process is what I have to offer right now, and also I will probably release emails and um, once I get my blog back up, probably blog posts and maybe more podcasts about um, specific things that, uh, like I guess you could say, pieces of advice. And then I also will release um, the second, and if it needs to be a third, third part of my hostile craziness, freelance, horrible, violent story of when I almost was shoved into a Colombian prison for no reason by a corrupt guy in Kelly, Colombia. I wonder what will happen with that. I hope he doesn't hear about this because I do. I will be going to Kelly next year in March, hopefully, if everything is open in Colombia down there. Um, I actually just confirmed with with, uh, Rosana, my Colombian fire. Color, a girl I met down there and dated while I was there. Amazing, amazing flame of my life. She does salsa dancing, which is really cool. Oh shit! Um, I'm going to bleep out her name. 
I said her name. Let me bleep out. No, I guess, how many of them? I guess first names are okay. Maybe. Nah. Are first names okay? How many of them are, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. First names are okay. I didn't say her last name. Uh, so there, yeah, I guess that's fine. You can't identify her. Forgot about that. <laughs> that little bit. See, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. If they say they're perfect, they're fucking with you. So anyway, that's that. That's me. That's my process right now. A little bit of, um, I guess, just uh, updates and a and, and, um, little bit of an insight into my vision for the future. Being vulnerable about it in front of all y'all. Hope you enjoy your evening, day, morning, middle of the night. I don't know what time you're listening to this. I'm not in your life. I'm not watching you through the window right now. Don't look. I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. Hey, I said I'm not. I'm not. Okay, fine. Well, I hope I hid hid before you saw me. Anyway, cheers. Bye.